Arts Northwest. You're very welcome to Arts Northwest with myself, Brendan Murray, broadcasting from the Glens Arts Centre in Manor Hamilton. On this week's show, we'll be having a chat with the legendary singer-songwriter and musician Sean Keane, who plays here at the Glens Centre tomorrow week, February the 3rd at 8pm. Tickets through thedlenscentre.com. And Craig Cox will be having a look at what's on in the general area of the Northwest over the next week or so. But first up, uh, I'd like to welcome Jay Ryan and Eileen O'Toole. They are doing a, well, currently they're on tour around the country with a children's show called Living with the Fairy, uh, which is an adaptation of an RTE junior series, which ran for a couple of years and indeed is still available. Uh, They still show it. Uh, It was a hugely successful show, Living with the Fairy, and it's been adapted for stage uh, with... uh, (coughs) in conjunction with the Glen Centre here and uh, the director... Tori Lee, um, and it gives me great pleasure to welcome both Jay and Eileen. How are you doing, guys? Good, good. Eileen, I'm Hello, Brendan. How are you? I'm good, Eileen. Thanks. First up, Eileen, I want you to tell us you are not directly native to this part of the world. No, not directly. I was born in County Wicklow. I was born in Wicklow Town a long, long time ago. And our family immigrated to Toronto, Canada. And then um, in 1999, I came back to Ireland. Your, root, you. your roots were calling. And my roots were calling, as was the tips of my hair. And then and, you, uh, you found yourself up in Drumshambo. I came up to Drumshambo. I did indeed. I took advice from a stranger in a pub. And uh, <laughs> uh, he, he went against all the advice of your mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. No, my mother was a pioneer. No, she'd never been in a pub before. But the guy uh, in the pub told me that, um, you know, the cities the world over were the exact same way, you know, so I should go and have myself a bona fide rural experience to go to a place where there was music and there was a good crack, where they, uh, the population was the lowest in the country, and so they liked strangers. So go on up there to Drum Shambo and see what can, you can make of it. And, so and, did. And, and Eileen, your, your, your own background in theatre and music then? Yes, I have a very strong background in theatre and music. When I was living in Canada, I worked as an actress. I also worked as a managing director of a theatre school. I ran two theatre schools in my time. I ran something called the Toronto Studio Players, and then I ran my own actor's studio. And uh, I worked as a puppeteer. I was taught puppetry through um, Sesame Street, through one of the particular actors in Sesame Street, a woman named Trish Leeper, who brought the very first disabled puppet into the Sesame Street catalog. Mm. And so she was my uh, she was my mentor, and I worked um, on uh, puppets and shows uh, from there. But I was also a musician, and uh, so I learned how to I could sing, and I learned how to play various instruments. And so my time was, uh, throughout the year, was uh, dis- uh, divided between being on stage, teaching, and then being musician. 
And yeah. uh, so that's basically the way the world worked. And, and of course, that meant that I also wrote shows and uh, produced shows and did the fringe festivals and, and also did large stages as an equity actress. Excellent. Well, I'm delighted we have you here in Leitrim. And Jay... Um, your own background, I mean, I know, like Eileen, you're a, a skilled puppeteer and uh, you, you worked you worked out of Galway for a long time, uh, but born and reared in Dublin. Uh, so you you moved up to Sligo then. And in terms of the show that you did with RTE, uh, how did that come about and how has that influenced what you're now doing uh, on, on, on stage? Yeah, well... The, the, the TV show started off basically me I went into work in schools I do a lot of work in schools and puppet making workshops and I told the children that a fairy came with me and that, if, uh, and that if the children were quiet the fairy would come into the room so very, very, very clever yeah so that was your way of, of maintaining discipline <laughs> quiet for a couple Love of it. hours an hour or two and it worked but the children started to ask me to tell them stories about the fairy. What did she look like? What did she do? What mischief did she get up to? And I did. I started making up stories. And that became a show. A small show, a tiny little show. And a friend of mine, a cameraman, said, asked me if I had any ideas to give to RTE or propose to RTE for a show. And I said, look, I have this storytelling thing I do. And she look, we put it together sent it in to RTE, and they loved it. And that became Living with a Fairy. And, and it, it was a huge success. You did it through, was it Geraldine Marsh TV? Gillian uh, Marsh Gillian, TV. Sorry, Gillian right. Marsh, yeah, Geraldine's, yeah. The, Geraldine's the musician. And, um, yeah, so, and it was hugely successful. And it, yes. and I think, but no more than, uh, you know, we'll be talking with uh, Sean Keane later on and, and his uh, continue, continuing the tradition of singing uh, uh, that, 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 goes back your storytelling is very very simple and still proof that if you have a good narrative a good imagination and also creating the magic of performing you don't need all the bells and whistles although this show which is a lovely show because you do literally have bells and whistles provided by Eileen there and musical interludes and and sound effects which helps build up the magic and that is the key really to living with the fairy isn't it we 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 is, is, is that is leaving it up, to, bringing the kids somewhere where their imagination takes over? Yeah, absolutely. I, when I developed the show and I thought about it, I actually didn't think people were interested in storytelling. And I was going through the show and I th- we had um, a live performance in Galway. And as we were getting closer and closer to the live performance, the show sold out. And I always remember turning up and seeing loads of children, I was going to say hundreds, but not quite hundreds of children, eager to see a storytelling piece. And they lapped it up. They loved it. You're right, a good story, a good narrative will always draw them in. You don't need... Told told well, as you do. Told well, yeah, well, thanks. But yeah, and as I started to go around, actually, this was in its infancy now, I I did it up in, actually, up the north, I was doing it up in Belfast or somewhere. And again, I said, listen, I have this story about a fairy, da, 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 a bit of storytelling. And I always remember opening the door and the place, I, there was a, a hundred kids outside waiting for waiting and, and, and but, but, but you also have a great physicality to your work as well. Yeah, that's, a, that's yeah, I come that, from a kind of background kind of, of physical yeah, clowning. clowning would be, theater, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I know you, you were one of the 
chosen photos of the year for the Irish Times in 2022. That wonderful shot that was on the front page of the Irish Times last summer of the flea circus that you do. Yeah, so I'm known as the ferryman or the flea circus, the flea man. So yeah, that's another show I have. A small. I think I'm the only person in Ireland with a flea circus. So they keep me active. And um, yeah, a good and, and again, that is show. that again. That is a, a lovely, very. Uh, you know, it it, it 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 brings you into this tiny little world where you know you can't actually access it physically. So again, it's you're 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 drawing people in through their own imaginations. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Collectively and individually. Wonderful. So living with a fairy has been on the road uh, since before Christmas. Where yeah. and I know you've been playing to packed houses everywhere. You're coming up in the Town Hall Theatre in Galway on the main stage there on, on Sat- the, Saturday. T- 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 on Saturday, uh, and where else are you playing around? Oh, we've got shows booked all over the place. We've got our next show is in the Cornmill Theatre in uh, Carrigallen. Yeah, great. Yeah, and we have two shows booked: a two p.m. show and a four p.m. show. And that uh, when when are we doing that? Nineteen. The 19th of February. Great, okay. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, where else are we? We're in Boyle, we're all and over. I, and I know you're going down as far as Wexford and all that. Brilliant. Wexford, and then yeah. you're working You're working on a new show which will go out and hopefully then a Christmas show towards the end of the year. Yeah. And we're, Just, we're, 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 we're delighted to be working in collaboration with you here at the Glens. Yes, sorry, you were going to say? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, just in the middle of starting out our next, we're in rehearsals now for our new show, Musicians at Brendan. And actually... Which is actually, a... The, the Brothers Grimm uh, tale. Brothers Grimm story, yeah. And then we're working on our Christmas show actually next month. Wow. Yeah. An early start. Great. For Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're a busy year ahead. It was a very and busy year. Eileen, like, just very briefly, I know you are one of the um, directors of the Drum Shambo Literary Festival. That's right. The Drum Shambo Written Word. The yes, Drum Shambo Written you. Word, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're... Um, we're also uh, booking our um, our festival. It's going to be from uh, August 24th, which is a Thursday. We're adding another day. Great. So we're having because I know it was yeah. a huge success last year. Yeah. Thank you. It was indeed. It was indeed. So we're having a we're having the festival Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday afternoon. Um, the Thursday evening is going to be looking at late the Leitrim Ladies of Poetry. The Friday night is once more our poetry film competition. And then the Saturday afternoon, we'll be having um, the walking tour of Jum Shambo, which was very successful. Um, and then we'll have our special guests of uh, yeah, because uh, I mean, you had you had you had uh, the the woman of the moment, uh, Claire Keegan, there last year. We did indeed. Yeah. We had Claire Keegan and quite, quite Andrew O'Connor. Yes, it certainly was. We were thrilled to have her and Charlie McGettigan. He was there as well, um, promoting his first book, and so was our uh, Kevin. McManus, who's... Um, Brilliant. Well, the best of luck in your detective. preps for that, and we'll touch hey, base with you near the date on that. And, Jay, uh, there's also a, a, a workshop element to the work that you do for schools and, you know, festivals, general communities. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, shows are for festivals, community centres and, and venues. And we also have a, pro, a schools programme, which is a drama workshops puppet-making workshops and a new workshop which we're working on which is um, script-writing script-writing okay, workshop for 5th right. and 6th class yeah so that's just another thing Brilliant. in development at the moment Brilliant. between myself and Eileen 
Excellent. Eileen J, an absolute yes. pleasure. Wish you every success and the best of luck in your new shows rehearsing that you're working on right now. Okay, we'll see you then. Take care. Thanks, Brendan. Cheers. Bye. bye. And so here's a quick list of some events and coming up over the next week or so. As usual in the Hawkswell, there's quite a bunch of stuff on. But actually, a lot of their, like their program is quite busy, but a lot of it's actually selling out. We have a few things here that haven't fully sold out yet that we'll tell you about. So, first of all, uh, coming up on Wednesday the 1st of February at 8pm is the show Dante Dan. So this is Gina Moxley's shamelessly funny tale of the sexual awakening of five innocent youngsters in a small town. It's bursting with hormones in bloom, sentimental nostalgia and brash young cynicism and it is a hilarious exploration of puberty blues and a sharp shock teenage comedy with tragic undertones. So apparently it's been described by critics as one of the greatest Irish plays of the past few decades. Um, it's for ages 14 plus. Tickets are 18 euro or 16 concession and you can get them at hawkswell.com just like all the other ones. And then the Sunday following that, Sunday the 5th, there are two gigs on that day. So in the afternoon, there's Kyle Riley uh, playing a concert titled Little Folk on the Road. So this, he, Kyle Riley is he's like a long-time performer of children's music. And he, has, he plays award-winning songs. And this concert is specially suited for children aged between 2 and 8. Tickets for that are €9. Euro. And then in the evening on Sunday the 5th at 8pm, there is Tim O'Brien and Jan Fabricus. So, Tim O'Brien is a multi-instrumentalist and multi-Grammy winner, actually, and Jan Fabricus is his wife, and they will perform a concert of kind of roots music that features rich vocal harmonies and acoustic instrumentation. So, tickets for that are €20 and 18 for under-18s. So, then in other venues around the area, just over next week or so, here in the Glen Centre, actually this Saturday coming, so apologies if you're listening to this on Sunday and you missed this, but in the Glen Centre and actually in Ballinamore Library as well, there is the Try the Pipes event. So it's Music Generation Leitrim in partnership with Peabury Illan. Uh, they're holding this event. So on, it's in Ballinamore Library first from 10am to 12 noon, and then it moves to the Glen Centre here in Manor Hamilton from 2.30 to 4.30. And it's the intention is to give people who are interested in the Illan Pipes an opportunity to try the instrument for free under the guidance of an experienced teacher and piper. So for information on that, you can contact musicgenerationleitrim at msletb.ie if you want to come along and just try the instruments. Um, then on Friday the 3rd of February, so it's next week at 8pm, Sean Keane is playing, but we're actually going to have an interview with Sean coming up next. So tickets for that are €30, Euro, but Brendan will tell you all about that after it. Um, in the dock on the same night, there's a bunch of stuff happening on Friday the 3rd of February. So in the dock, uh, Pure Medicine is being performed. That's at 8pm as well. This is a one-man show. It's written and performed by Cahill Flynn and it explores his childhood in rural Ireland and a period of time when the Midland Health Board apparently paid families to accommodate older folks of low means, which resulted in Flynn hearing the stories of kind of isolated older people that might otherwise have been lost to time. Apparently it's extremely good. Uh, tickets for it are €14 Euro and 12 concession. They can be gotten from the doc.ie. And then, once again, on Friday, February 3rd, uh, this is at 2pm though, in Sligo, Branching Out, which is the organisation that manages the Nest venue, which is on uh, Sligo's Custom House Quay, they're hosting an open day to give people with ideas for workshops or events a chance to tour the venue and its facilities and to talk to Branching Out about potential collaborations as well as to hear about the group itself and its ethos and foundation. So again, that's happening all day from 2pm in the afternoon and you can look them up. It's just called The Nest or Branching Out Sligo. And that is it for this week. Thanks very much.
It gives me great pleasure to welcome one of Ireland's finest singers uh, from one of Ireland's most well-known and finest family of musicians with a tradition that goes back many, many generations in the wonderful neck of the woods of Carla Strand in County Galway. Uh, his aunts, Sarah and Rita Keane, were to the forefront of, I suppose, really the, what would be... Uh, I suppose if we look back on it now, a kind of a folk revival um, whereby a newer generation hooked up with an older generation. And uh, it is, of course, the wonderful Sean Keane. You're very welcome, Sean. Do you think that would be a fair assessment, actually, looking back now, that your aunts were very much to the forefront of making that link with the, with the generation that led the folk boom in the, in the late 60s and 70s? I suppose it is. It is, Brendan. Uh, there were there were some of those people that were responsible for keeping the traditional music and the singing, especially alive. Uh, it was a time when I was growing up as a child, and they were um, being on what they used to RTE with Kieran McMahon and various people like that, and people who went around the country collecting the songs and the music. They would they would have been the, a, a very important link. That generation were the people who really kept it alive because only for them and and uh, other people like them up and down the country, which weren't too many at that stage, and the people who went around and the, uh, collected the music on reel-to-reel tape recorders and stuff like that, and the stories and the songs and the music. Then I don't think we would have the 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 the. the the tradition, the musical tradition that we have it today, because it's absolutely alive and very well. Because the younger generations nowadays are just knocking stocks out of uh, not one or two instruments, but every instrument they can get their hands on. It's an amazing revival. That's true. But in fairness, your own family were all multi multi instrumentalists as well. Well, we were. Luckily enough, that, that um, the, the, the instruments were, were thrown around the house and they were left around and they were there for us all to pick up and play if we chose to do that. So everybody in the family uh, plays music and sings songs. But uh, I suppose uh, of this generation, Dolores and myself were the only two people that were uh, crazy enough to attempt to make a career out of it, and uh, <laughs> well, which was a, a lovely thing too. Absolutely. Well, uh, I think you did fairly well. Uh, but, that, but that is an interesting point. And of course, particularly, you know, when you were starting out in the 70s and 80s, that was a time when you did not put your daughter on the stage, Mrs. Worthington, because there, there wasn't the opportunities there are today. So it was very courageous. Well, I suppose it was. I, I, I suppose it was. But I kind of fell into it um, by pure accident. I learned the song of to sing at a flag when I was uh, just seven years of age. And I went to, the, the, the just the, the reason being that the, my mother read in the Tume Herald, the local paper here, that the flag hole was being held, the county flag was being held in Tume uh, that year. And uh, I, I learned a song called The May Morning Dew and I went to Tume and I won that competition, but wow. I think there was only myself in it. <laughs> and uh, then I was brought to the Connacht flag, which was in Mount Bellew the same year. There was a couple more there, but I won that as well. And then later on in the year, I was brought to the All-Ireland, which was held in Dublin uh, that year. So uh, I found myself in Dublin singing at the prize winner's concert in the, the National, uh, uh, where they used to have the box. Concert, uh, the National Stadium, yeah. In the Central National Central, yeah. Stadium. Yeah, it was held on a Monday night. So I thought, if learning wow. a few songs is going to bring me to uh, <laughs> uh, uh, to Dublin and to places like that, and it, 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 
kind of it sparked a, a, a life of adventure, and that was where it began. And say some people would say, oh, well, you must have a great love of the songs and the tunes. And I thought, well, I do, but I also had a great love for, have a great love for adventure. So that's what it was about for me. I, I learned the songs and the tunes so that I would be brought to different places around the country to play and sing. And it's just, I suppose, my life continued from that. Uh, it's just, it was kind of seamless in that way. Well, good on you. And, but, but, but sorry, just, just briefly back to the, to the, to the homestead in, in, in Carla Strand. But, I mean, mm. musicians did travel from far and wide over to your place, didn't you? Your, your aunt's place. And there was... They did. It, well, it was a meeting house. I and mean, it was always mm. a kind of a, a, a meeting house for, for people to come and exchange the sounds and the tunes with, with my grandmother and, and her generation as well. And with Rita and Sarah and, and indeed my mother, the great singer and the player, and taught me a lot of the sounds that I even sing today. But it was it was a great experience to be around uh, a lot of those people of that generation to watch them play, and to learn the tunes and the songs from them because it wasn't like we have it today where you have, you can Google a song and you'll get about a thousand different versions of where it came from and its history and everything else. That time you would you would hear a song and if you weren't quick enough to write it down and to learn the melody of it as it was being sung, then you would probably not know it. And right. it was the same with the, the tunes. If I had yeah. somebody playing a tune today, I might be just able to remember a piece of the tune. But I would have to wait maybe another year or something until I'd meet that person again who would play the tune and I'd learn the, the remainder of it. So wow. that was kind of the way it was at the time, you know. So it was it was, uh, a diff- it was so different than it is today. It's, it's, as I say, you can Google a lot of the music and it's, a, sure. it's a great source of material now because uh, then it was, it was, it was very different. Yeah, absolutely. And Sean, now you've at this stage of your career, obviously you've you've travelled the world, and uh, we're talking to you from Carla Strand. Uh, but you, you're always you're always a homebird. Yeah, I was. I I I did like a lot of uh, young people back in the late seventies, early eighties. I went to London, uh, working building sites and working from uh, jobs over there. And it was a time when in London that time there were more Irish over there than there was in Ireland. Sure. And especially in the musical world, there was so much music over there. So it was a great learning curve, uh, both in life and, for, and in music, for me to go to London. Uh, it, was, it was fabulous. I spent, I think, another three years there uh, working hard, but playing music every seven nights a week. And it was the kind of the beginning of, I was asked to join a group, and it was the kind of... Uh, the first time that I, 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 I attempted to, uh, to be a professional musician, I was asked to join a, a group called She Green. And uh, we toured in Europe and toured in Ireland, and we recorded an album called Round the World for Sport. So that was a, a, another step <laughs> in the direction towards uh, what I'm doing today. Brilliant. Well, good on you. And I mean, it, it, it never ceases to amaze me anywhere I am in the country. I, 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 I see a Sean Kane had just played here or is coming up. I mean, but... It's 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 a tribute to your uh, skills and talents, but also I think you know there's somehow isn't it maybe is is this fair to say you're repeating what your forebears did? You are carrying on a tradition, you know, and we're and, and as you said there, we're still we're seeing it with people like say Derry Farrell coming out now or Lancome groups that are engaging with songs in a in a kind of a. A new way, but but looking back on traditions, and that's very much rooted in what you do. 
So it's it's you know you're 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 keeping it's it's an enduring legacy through through particularly your your good self and 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 obviously other songsters maybe if you look at Andy Irvine or you know in in that in in that area as well and it it, it it's it's like the the cycle of his musical history coming turning around again isn't it? It is well the beauty of traditional music is it's a living tradition and it's all the time it's all the time changing. And uh, you mentioned bands like Lancome. There's a lot of young people out there doing different things with different, a different approach to the music, a different approach to the tunes and everything else. And I suppose that was always going on because if you listen to the various styles of piping and fiddle playing and singing around the country from the older generations, very few people, two people would play the same. Even They may not even play the same tune the same way. So it's forever moving and shifting, mm. and it's a lovely thing to see and to hear that it's, 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 the nucleus is still the tradition. I suppose I've I've started off playing in the traditional vein, but I I, I, I kind of I branched out of that to do Dylan songs or to do big sure funny take songs or other songs that would connect with me. I remember being and hearing Dolly Parton when I was just a child. Dolly Parton sing a song, and I thought. She's singing that song the exact same kind of a way, using the same kind of ornamentation as my mother. It was kind of the same approach, different styles and everything. And then, of course, as I grew older, I learned that the music that's coming back from America and is now there, its source was a lot of it was Irish music. So For sure. that is carrying through in the music as well. So that attracted me to the country music and, and other styles of music, because I think the folk music, even if you go to classical music, the folk music would be the nucleus of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sean, you are playing here at the Glen Centre tomorrow week, Friday, February the 3rd. Uh, We're delighted to have you back. We had you here pre-lockdown. Looking forward to another wonderful show. I've had the pleasure of seeing you in various places over the years and one of the most exceptional live performers uh, we have. Uh, I look forward to welcoming you back. And uh, are you you gigging around the country then... Or, or is, is it? Is it? Is it? I, I mean, I know, like you have residencies in various different places as well. Well, I, I, I play around the country. I'm kind of at it all the time. It's a, it's a never-ending circle. It I, I like is. to go around and to, I like places, and I like to go to new places. Good. But um, yeah, it's wherever I'm invited to. People like them to the performances. I, I say I'll be there because well, I do enjoy performing. Well, and I do. Enjoying the 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 the, the, the live, and the that certainly comes across. Uh, and and you're always the, the proof of that is in the audiences you attract. Sean Gramila Magat Asocht Lowerling, look forward to welcoming you here next Friday. So that's tomorrow week, Friday, February the third at eight pm. Tickets through deadlandcentre.com and uh, yeah, we'll see you then. All right, Brendan, and thanks a million for taking the time to do that. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Cheers, Sean. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Shindarilish and Clark, we knew and We'll go out again on Sunday at 8pm, and we're available on all podcast platforms or through Ocean FM. Mila Buikas to Mark Gavin, or Oom, Mark Gavin on sound, many thanks, and to Craig Cox for his wonderful researching and production skills. We also like to thank Pubble, the Arts Council, and Leitrim County Council for their continued support. I'm sure Brendan Murray with Gates Lawn. I'm going to leave you with Sean Keane and a lovely number from close to 10 years ago called O'Reilly. Uh, I'm pretty sure he does 
play some piping on this and Sean plays here tomorrow week Friday February the 3rd at 8pm at the Glen Centre thegloncentre.com you can get tickets or through 071-9855-833 that's between 11 and 5 Tuesday to Friday we're Gates Long Oh no kinds I would rather tarry and I would choose the sweet single life Oh fairest creature the pride of nature how come you differ from all female kind for you are you both fair and handsome To marry you I am much inclined Oh, no kind sorrow sense I must tell you I have been promised these five years or more to 